Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Friday morning, Nick, Don, and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. One more $50 gift card to Burger King coming up at 9.20 this morning for our morning mystery movie clip. Also, still ahead this morning, a couple of stories to get to. Breathing is bad for the environment, and it's helping kill the planet. So, scientists say you should probably stop breathing. We're going to get to that story. Also, Morgan Wallen on why he, country music star Morgan Wallen, why he will never get into politics and makes a couple of really interesting observations. We will get to that. And then also... We have to get to, at the top of the hour, uh, this story of a former NFL punter that had his career derailed uh, over allegations of sexual assault and rape that were both uh, proven not to have occurred, uh, and he had everything dropped criminally and civilly. In fact, he was not even present when the rape occurred. The media malpractice and the bias by omission, as Dawn talks about, is staggering with this story. Uh, and I want to bring some light to this coming up in just a little bit. Also, we have an update on Claudine Gay. But first, let's get to uh, a big three with Dawn Stenzelin at 836. It's the big three at eight on Kaling Company. And we are sponsored by Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. So, number one... Philadelphia ski masks are banned, and you could face up to $2,000 if you're wearing a ski mask, especially during the commission of a crime. Otherwise, it's 250 bucks in Philadelphia. Notably, this ski mask ban, obviously trying to curb the crime here in Philadelphia with those masked individuals, but notably, Mayor Jim Kenney, who is a lame duck and ending his tenure here in Philadelphia. Jim Kenney did not sign it. So he did not veto it. He did not sign it. And so therefore, let it be. Jim so. Kenney's just lame. I don't <laughs> think we even need to have the duck in there. He's just lame. <laughs> this is a good one. Yeah. Number two, we uh, number two police. So we have the SEPTA police strike. That's continuing amid negotiation. And what about recruitments for all police? Well, Governor Josh Shapiro signed a bill that's obviously seeking to address the trouble with recruiting law enforcement post defund the police movements. So he's trying to address that shortage of police officers across Pennsylvania, not just here in Philadelphia. And he has signed the bill that passes that passed in the House and the Senate that will essentially help with recruitment. What does it do? It reduces physical fitness standards for municipal police academy recruits. Mm -hmm. And so the cities, in other words, they don't have to quite do as many push-ups and sit-ups and run quite as much. So we're lowering the bar for quality, physically fit officers. So this is like kind of a double whammy. It's the whole defund the police movement. Why would you ever want to be a cop in this day and age? The media destroys you. The Democratic politicians destroy you. But so to to boost things, I would think maybe increased pay, maybe... Let them enforce the law to the fullest extent of the law. But now we're going to have basically, um, as Mr. Kennedy said yesterday from 1962, chubby fat guys as cops. That's great. It's good to know. It's just like when you don't hit your recruiting goals in the military. The military is not hitting their recruiting goals because of all this DEI nonsense. That's really reassuring, knowing that our troops aren't as, as tough as they possibly could be. 
to achieve uh, quotas. Great. Yeah, so these these shortages are significant. We've talked about the fact that this past summer we reached that unfortunate milestone where we are short more than 1,000 officers. That's yeah. just in Philadelphia. And this is coming off of the uh, story with, he just talked about this two weeks ago, I think, yeah. where they are lowering the academic standards, right? You don't need to have, uh, is it 60 college credits anymore? I think just the yeah, high school? Yeah, they so they removed the college credit requirements. Yeah, which I'm to, okay with that. I have no problem yeah. with that. But, you know, if you can't pass a certain physical fitness threshold, that, that's a, that, I don't like that at all. Well, speaking of college, I don't see that it's a college major anywhere, but we talked yesterday about this week in our Pennsylvania legislature, mostly Democrats declared Taylor Swift, the superstar pop star singer and Pennsylvania native, Berks County native, as because of her 34th birthday as Taylor Swift era's day. But did you know that there are many college courses across the nation, including Harvard, who have a Taylor Swift and her world class. So this is one way that they're attracting the Swifties to come to their colleges based on a class about Taylor Swift. So I'm not sure now who I despise more, (laughs) Taylor Swift or Harvard. Now they're they're, they're a perfect marriage. They're perfectly meant for each other. (laughs) So you can get college credits to, to learn something Taylor Swift related. Yes. So songwriting and literature classes okay i mean i get that so i didn't know the specifics okay i mean if you want to get into the music field i can understand there being some taylor swift element to maybe just throw her name on it and it probably will sell because the swifties are all left-wingers a lot of them probably end up going to harvard and they see taylor swift just the brand name alone will probably get them to sign up and enroll in the course yeah the only you know nick what you make me think of is that i don't know that she's in all honesty, I know Jackson Brown. There are people who study his lyrics because he's a great songwriter and writer. For for her, I would say it's a marketing class. Yeah. She knows how to market herself. And what do you learn from Taylor Swift? How to break up with an ex? <laughs> uh, isn't, every, isn't, isn't every song about like one of her ex-boyfriends? Which That's makes true. me wonder when the Travis Kelsey single is going to come out. Because that will eventually end, too. I know, and he'll yeah. be crying to Big Brother Jason. We might have to play it podcast. on the show. I might have to make an executive decision here. She's going to break his heart. Mm-hmm. I love their last one, and they kind of, you know, Jason, who's obviously the better Kelsey brother, and he, he got all teared up and was cause talking about their mom. Yeah. It was really sweet. By the way, did you see some of the pushback that uh, Jordan Maialata is getting from, from Eagles fans? They're basically ridiculing him for spending too much time making Christmas albums oh, and not enough time protecting Jalen Hurts in the pocket. Please. <laughs> I mean, they have a point. Uh, they do. I love <laughs> God bless Eagle fans. Like, we have no problem with you putting out a holiday single. Just win. Just as long as you're winning. Yeah. Will that, you that, was out, that was out long ago. Yeah. Protect our franchise. Yes. So, they're, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. Not for nothing, but you're just whining because yep. we're losing. But we're. Now, I guess yesterday, they, by the way, they didn't. They were supposed to have a walkthrough. Did yeah. you see that? They're just now. They said, "No, we're not going to walk through. We're going to practice." Yeah, they should. I'd yeah. make I'd make them go full pads, hitting, sweating, make it like summer camp again. Yeah. By the way, I'm on the Eagles on Monday night minus three and a half. Good. Yeah. Good. I love it. Yep. We well, you know what I'm on. Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. 
The secret to finishing your holiday shopping with three locations, Glen Mills, Springfield, Center City, the Lowe's Hotel. Visit in person or online, josephanthony.com. Gift cards are available. That's josephanthony.com on this sunny, warmer-than-usual day, mid-50s today and tomorrow. Enjoy it. Kale & Company. Newsline. All right, Don. Thank you very much. Eight forty-three here on this Friday morning. So we have an update on the Harvard debacle. You knew this would eventually uh, get to this point. First, it was racism. Now it is a the advancement of a white supremacist agenda when it comes to going after Claudine Gay, the Harvard president. So says the leader of the NAACP. NAACP president Derek Johnson defended embattled Harvard president Claudine Gay, claiming, quote, the attacks on her leadership are nothing more than political theatrics advancing a white supremacist agenda. Gay has come under fire in recent weeks for both the backlash to controversial comments about anti-Semitism and the accusations of plagiarism. But the NAACP is saying that if you criticize her for either This is nothing more than Nick Kale's diabolical plot to further push his white supremacy idea in this country. Now, see, this has nothing to do with her race, her religion, her gender, her sexual orientation, any of that. This has to do, I can't believe we have to reiterate this one last time, and hopefully this will be much like the Bud Light story the last time we talk about Claudine Gay, because as I said a few days ago, Prior to this debacle by her on Capitol Hill in front of Elise Stefanik, nobody in America had any idea who Claudine Gay was or what she looked like or what she believed in or what she practices. But she shot herself in the foot by refusing multiple times because she was all lawyered up. Harvard smart president, probably with a Harvard attorney or another Ivy League legal person that said, here, here's the script. Stick to this. And Elise Stefanik did a great job of basically cross-examining her, for lack of a better phrase, putting her on the spot, putting Liz McGill on the spot, the leader of MIT on the spot, and we know the way they think at Harvard. They don't value free speech, but when it comes to something that they advocate for, all of a sudden they go from a 0.0 free speech rating, 248th out of 248 institutions, according to the latest free speech rankings, according to FIRE, Then all of a sudden, well, this is, you know, there's context and there's nuance and this is protected speech and we're going to change our code of conduct and maybe, and we've seen all this fallout, but now you knew people would jump in. I'm just waiting for Al Sharpton to be on one of the weekend shows this week and he'll be, you know, pushing his radical thoughts again on this whole idea. It's a pretty simple concept to me. It has nothing to do with who you are or what you look like. It's the words that are coming out of your mouth. And uh, Harvard, look, they wanted to play hardball. They were not going to follow in the footsteps of Penn. That is uh, their right. But I don't think that this story will be going away anytime soon until the next thing comes out that people get triggered by. But again, uh, predictable from the left. I know Claudine Gay is probably like, oh, here comes these white supremacists, Hunter Biden. It's the same no matter what story we've talked about this week. Every time somebody on the left is found guilty of doing something, uh, accused of doing something, they never own it. They never embrace it. They never say my fault and then move on. They try to spin it as they are the ones under attack and they are the ones that are the victims when the reality is that is not the case. And speaking of victims, I, I want to wrap up the 8 o'clock hour with this story, and I think we could definitely have some conversation about this. Um, we have seen, and, and this is about 
not necessarily the Me Too movement or Believe All Women. I know that was a hashtag uh, for a while on social media. We as a society in this this woke world that we live in have got to get away from the concept of always, without a doubt, 100% believing anybody from any marginalized community historically that they are telling the truth when they claim that they have been damaged, harmed, or under attack. You see small that, oh, you couldn't question it. It, it. it was just had to be true. It was not true. This story goes to the Believe All Women movement. And let me preface this by saying men lie, women lie, straight people lie, gay people lie, black people lie, Hispanic people lie, Asian people lie, good people lie, bad people lie. So there's liars in every group of society. But uh, two summers ago, in August of 2021, then-Bills punter Matt Areza was named in a civil lawsuit alleging that he participated in what many have called a gruesome gang rape of a 17-year-old girl when he was in college uh, and attending a party at San Diego State University. He was a punter for the Aztecs. The Buffalo Bills ultimately ended up drafting him. And now uh, we have come to the realization that everything he was accused of did not happen. Uh, Matt Areza was completely smeared and crushed by sports media. It was automatically presumed that he must have raped this lady or participated in the rape, uh, this gruesome gang rape of this 17-year-old that had to experience this awful attack at San Diego State University. The Buffalo Bills ultimately ended up cutting him, I believe, and he has been out of the league ever since he's been cleared. He's been cleared criminally, he's been cleared civilly, and yet I don't see, other than the article I have in front of me, which was written by Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports, uh, he has a title, uh, an article titled, Where Does Matareza Go to Get His Reputation, Let Alone His NFL Career Back? Yeah. And I, I think this really needs to be said. We have to stop with this rushing to judgment and automatically presuming that a man, in this case, raped a woman or a white guy committed a racist act or any time the, quote, white, straight, cis male is in violation of doing something, we automatically assume, well, it has to be true because history tells us that these people of these communities were marginalized, which obviously they were. And females have had to fight for so many things rightfully so over the last hundred years they made unbelievable progress we've seen it kind of get stripped away with the whole riley gain stuff so women have every right to fight what they have fought and earn what they have earned but like i want to defend the man here like Uh what at what point does this guy get his career back his reputation his lost wages like we just got to stop with this automatically assuming everybody's guilty because the last time i checked and i don't want to get all legally on people Lady Justice is blind. Lady Justice is supposed to... There's a reason why Lady. they say Lady Justice is blind, and the only things that matter in a court case are the facts. So I, I just, like, what does this guy do now? Because he's been smeared, nobody will hire him, and it's ridiculous because criminally and civilly, they found no wrongdoing. Oh, by the way, he was not even present at the gang rape. But yet somebody's going to be out there and be like, they're going to be like, well, I, I, don't, I don't think we could hire Matt. Matareza, it's going to bring a lot of bad PR. I'm like, what PR? The 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 the, the manufactured drama from from left wing sports media members. 
What do we do about this? Because this guy, I think, you know, we talk about people getting back pay for getting fired for not getting the COVID shot. Well, this guy did nothing wrong, and he's probably lost out. I don't know what punters make in the NFL. A half million dollars a year, a million dollars. Lost out on a nice chunk of change. And, oh, by the way, his livelihood and reputation. So what should the, should there be a punishment for those who accuse people of doing something that ultimately is proven not to be true? I'm not saying that this, this, this girl should go to jail for the same amount of time that this guy was facing in criminal court, but there's got to be some sort of um, restitution, for a lack of a better term. Uh, Don, your thoughts, because this obviously does involve females, and I, I hope I'm not coming off like as like a chauvinistic pig or anything, but I just feel like we have to just stop automatically assuming that every time a female claims X, well, there's, there's no doubt about it, the man must have done it. Women lie sometimes. No, you know, and you're a father of daughters. Yeah. And so what we want to do here is is make sure that anybody who, God forbid, is assaulted, a girl, a young woman, a woman of any any generation that that is properly prosecuted yep the problem with you know crying wolf if you will is that it diminishes the real victims yes the real survivors of assault and this is a conversation that that does happen among advocacy groups Mm -hmm. because it you know ultimately you don't want that to happen where somebody god forbid is date raped or assaulted in any way shape or form and they go oh here's another one and that's the real problem here. You know, there was, and some of the the wealthy football players mm-hmm. who are there. There was another one in the headlines with two baby mamas and Tyree Tyree Kill. Is that and yeah? And so ultimately, that all gets shoved into into one box or bucket, if you will. And that means that individuals who survive something that's horrible and unthinkable that they may not get the justice mm-hmm. that they deserve as well as keeping predators on the streets yeah, you make a, you made a great point about you know the boy who cried wolf that's the same thing with accusations of racism or homophobia that's or right. transphobia because if this keeps happening and I'm not saying it happens all the time but it has become very convenient to cry racism or cry this or cry that and if people eventually get tired of it and are tired of hearing about it and it's proven not to be true when a real instance does occur and nobody does want to believe the real victim this time around that's actually a tragedy as well because then it's like well you know what you keep crying wolf and eventually the big bad wolf does come and nobody wanted to believe you. It's really sad. It's and, so true. And, and this lady here, uh, who was 17 at the time, I think she is now 19 or 20 years old, officially on Tuesday, the final piece of this story, uh, the accuser withdrew the civil suit against Areza. So I know we have, you know, ways of recovering compensation through slander and defamation and libel. I don't know if that is exactly what the recourse is for Areza from a civil standpoint, but you know, there's got to be a way for this man to get back, you know, his livelihood again. And they like to say they they use the term "make the victim whole again." Areza was the victim here. So are they saying that this gang rape didn't happen, or just that he wasn't involved? He was not involved. But and it was not on the uh, the premises of the night in question. But it did happen. From what I gather here, yes, I don't see it. Now, this is this is not a legal column. This is written from a sports angle by Dan Wetzel, who's a sports reporter. He's got some quotes in here, but I am not seeing anything that it did not happen. Although they says San Diego County police investigated the incident and declined 
to recommend that any charges be filed against anyone. Mm. The San Diego County Prosecutor's Office then conducted a separate independent investigation and came to the same conclusion. So, I don't know. If I'm him, I'm getting my money back and get my job back. It's hard, though, because she can say, I just misremembered him being there. Yes. Which, and look, I've never been in a situation where, yeah, you, you know, the yes. trauma of a female. So, you know, who knows the way your brain remembers and, things. And how would that look for him suing, you know, if this did happen, do, suing somebody who was gang raped and underage at the time? I, I would love to know if he can sue the NFL for essentially being, for lack of a better term, he's been blackballed by the league. He was apparently a really, really good punter. Well, here's the here's the other thing is that we then you know we're suspending you or whatever they did to him until this investigation is finalized. Like that's probably in the NFL's code of conduct book, right? Yeah, I would imagine. So I I don't think that there's I think it's egregious what happened, and this I think this kid's like 23 years old. You he's, know what I mean? Like yeah, he's he's like he's still a young guy. He's his whole life ahead of him. But like you get out of the NFL for a couple of years, and like you, it's hard to get back. Yes, especially yeah. that job. Yep. you know what I mean. He so was, he was dubbed the punt god by fans. And he had a four-year contract, and his contract value was three point eight million dollars. Wow! So you know, after taxes, he's I, probably lost about one point nine million dollars in his pocket. I just fear like there's there's absolutely no recourse for him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it he's going to look bad suing that girl, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's probably some fine print in the NFL's handbook that says, "Hey, if there's an active investigation going yeah. on about you, we have the right not to." You don't get due process. Thank you. Yeah. So, like, what do you do? And I love, and I love how he could be cut by the bills before both the criminal and civil proceedings play out. Like, they automatically were like, "All right, we, we're, you're guilty, or we just don't want to deal with the headache, so you're out." But what happens if you're proven not to be to be not guilty? Or in this case, the civil suit is dropped altogether. So, well, what happened with uh, what's his name, Deshaun Watson? He's still in the league. Yeah, yeah, he's still in the league. I mean, he and he had. All of these off-field settlements. Yeah, remember he ended up basically paying, I think, twenty different women. But he was out of the league for a while while this whole thing was going he on. He was on right? the he was on like the commissioner exempt list, uh, and then he was suspended. He was I I want to say he was out of the league for about a year and a half completely, even though the Cleveland Browns gave him like a three hundred million dollar contract in the middle of the investigation because they. They allege that you know he was taking advantage of women who were massaging him or something yes. like that. Yes, and yeah. that he went he went um, and did a bunch of whole different acts. When you know you're in the massage table underneath the uh, underneath the uh, the blanket and you take off your your shirt and your shorts and yeah he's a he's a real sick guy and I think there's uh, look twenty five now th- I don't think I'm contradicting myself when I say this now although there are people out there that are trying to get their payday and get in on the action as well. Um, this was an isolated incident where this was one female accusing Areza. In the Deshaun Watson case, I believe 34 women came forward. <laughs> so either 34 women are lying, or maybe one woman's telling the truth, yeah. and 33 are lying, or yeah. they're all like. So what's going on? My guess is that Deshaun Watson is absolutely guilty of what these women um, accused him of. But that is the latest on that story. I would like to see the media too also issue yeah. up in an apology yeah. and write a column saying our our fault, we're wrong. Cuz they love that they love to ruin your career and then when they're wrong they just move on to the next target. They don't yet. Yeah, they don't and they don't even acknowledge it. Nope. Because to your point, I I hadn't heard 
I mean, I saw news stories about it because it's my job to find this stuff, but it's not out there everywhere. Nope. Nope, it's just out there on Yahoo, written by Dan Wetzel. All right, 855-839-1210 is the phone number. Final hour on the way, including our morning mystery movie clip at 920, your chance to win a $50 gift card to Burger King, courtesy of Burger King and Simply Orange Juice. But right now, I'll tell you about my friends at Wawa, because they have two great ways to help you shop efficiently this holiday season. You can go to Wawa.com and pick one of their festive card designs. Enter your card amount and write a message. You can choose to have your Wawa gift card show up in their inbox instantly. Or, how about this, schedule it to arrive at just the right moment. But if you want to head on out to your local Wawa, they got the gift cards right there at the counter. And they've got something for everybody on your list. You'll find gift cards for the Wawa fan in your life and for the fans of other brands like Amazon or Roblox. Grab one for your boss or your favorite aunt or uncle and make everybody season bright in one Wawa run. Happy holidays from Wawa. Your one-stop gift card shop. See store for details. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.